You are watching and listening to Stuck in a Podcast, a platform for entrepreneurs, innovators, creatives of African descent. Hear stories, ideas, experiences, and advice on breaking barriers. This episode is brought to you by online store. Your support means a lot. Please visit sitmpodcast.com and shop at SITM Merch. Thank you all returning listeners and watchers. If this is your first time checking out Stuck in the Middle, welcome. Please let us know what you think about Stuck in the Middle by subscribing. You know, click on that link down there. Yeah, subscribe. Follow us on all social platforms at SITM Podcast. You know, join the conversations. Read our blog post. Again, visit the website, sitmpodcast.com. Um, comment. Your comment means a lot to us. Subscribing to, you know, our podcast means a lot to us. So click on that link again down here below to get weekly, weekly, weekly uh, episodes. Yep. Um, today, I have a very, 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 very lovely guest in the building. Uh, why I keep saying in the building, man? This is Zoom time. This is Zoom time. <laughs> a very lovely guest on Zoom. She's a chef. You know, I, they say I wait to a man's hardest to a stomach. Pretty sure I went to women's hardest to a stomach to these days, right? Because, you know, yeah. a lot of women eat, especially during brunch, man. I've been out during brunch and I've seen women eat. I'm like, bruh, y'all could eat, man. Why y'all eat so much? But anyways, we're going to get into it. She's the founder of Sizzled by Joe homemade, healthy, delicious recipes. She goes by Chef Joe, but her government name, we're going to give you guys a government name for all you guys who want to know DMR. We don't know about that, but we'll find out towards the end of this episode. But anyways, please, 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 ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chef Joe Nate. Love to start with the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, so Joe Nate is my government name, but Seasoned by Joe uh, is what I created, and I go by Chef Joe for those that know me. So, mm. yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, man. Well, I want to start it this way, right? I want to break the ice like this. Let's say you were a top chef at a dope five-star establishment, right? How would you, like, how would you punish a customer who orders a three-course meal 15 minutes before close time? Oh, you would just have to, you just have to chef it up. I mean, customer comes first. Man, that's that's they always say customer come first, but always please, is there a time when the customer does not come first? I mean, not really. I feel like in the restaurant, I don't personally own a restaurant, but I feel like in the restaurant business, when it comes to customer service, like it they have to come first, unless they're doing something like totally inappropriate at that mm -hmm. point. But I think most restaurants have like a cutoff time when it comes to ordering, so most places will say like, you know, unfortunately we've hit that time, but you don't want to turn anyone away either. Right. Cause then you kind of look like the bad person. Right. <laughs> Man, let's keep all of that. Let's get to the, you know, to the flesh of this. Who is Chef Joe? So I am, well, I'm a chef at night, I guess. I'm a recruiter by day. I actually hire people. Um, so I've been in recruiting for six years. And then last year I decided to start an Instagram page and just start posting my recipes because everybody was replying to my main page, just saying like, oh, what's that? What you? What are those ingredients? You should start a blog, you should start a cookbook. So started off small with just the Instagram. Um, and then my, my, my followers really started to build up when um, we went on lockdown in March because everybody was at home. So we started cooking and then I gained probably like 600 followers in, the, in that two months. Um, I was featured on Afrotech for uh, top black chefs, you know, using their digital platform for um, for cooking. And so that's Seasoned by Joe. I, I post a lot of healthy things. Some are not so healthy, um, 
And I really love Trader Joe's. I'm not sponsored by them, but they should sponsor me. <laughs> yeah, they should, man. Cause so, it's, um, it's, it's, it's bolded written right there in your profile too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much who I am. I would love to go full time with cooking. Um, I've done a, I've done a catering service here and there, but I'm not really big on the whole catering thing, but my, biggest goal would probably be to come out with a cookbook and maybe open up like a small establishment one day but no, maybe no. you're talking <laughs> about your biggest like isn't this your biggest already like for like some people living quarantine right if you ask them what is one thing that have done during you know that quarantine that three-month period that we're on lockdown what's what what's one thing that actually you could say yo i accomplished to you this is it right yeah, no. And I mean, being featured with Afrotech, I didn't even know that they knew who I was. And the chefs that I was featured with, they have like, I mean, I have maybe, I think like 1200 followers. The people that I was featured with have like 10, 20, 30,000 plus followers, much bigger chefs than I am. So to, for them to narrow it down to six was amazing. So that really like upped my followers and my engagement. So I would say that that's a big accomplishment so far. Right. You mentioned earlier about your IG page, man. All a person needs to do, right, is just visit your season by Joe IG page to see the incredible works that you do. Where yeah. and how, you know, where and how were you trained to make such amazing meals, man? Because, yo, listen, I don't want to be hungry. I land on your page. It's a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what I mean? I, it's definitely family, Any, starting from my grandmother to my aunt my mom I have six aunts so they're always throwing down we get together every Sunday so I really just watched them over the years growing up and um, my dad also cooks a lot too so I kind of just started watching them and then I actually wasn't a big cook in college I was kind of the one that was like getting chipotle every night and not really cooking anything and spending money on eating out but when you graduate and reality hits you and you got to actually pay bills you buy groceries yeah that's facts man like when I moved out, when I when I moved out, got on my own. I mean, not having my mom or my sisters around me, I had to learn the essence of you know cooking, like actual shopping, because all that all the extra stuff makes your belly heavy or you know makes your pocket empty, stuff like that. But it's not about me, right? It's about you. What's your story? Like, why did you decide to become a chef? Like most people want to become an engineer. I mean, by day, yes, you do recruit people, but if you had an opportunity to go full-time with for chefing, I'm sure you would do it. So why did you decide to become a chef other than just looking at, you know, moms um, and chefing in the kitchen and all that? I would say it just like, it's something that I just enjoy. It's almost like therapy. Like when I'm in the kitchen, nothing else matters. That's how I feel when I'm cooking. So that's really why I started to, and just, you know, being able to give people cooking tips and, the engagement I was getting on social media just made me feel good. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll see where this goes. Um, so that's kind of how, you know, that all started. But I would say that's probably the biggest thing. How would you describe your style of cooking? Hmm. My style of cooking. Um, I mean, for the most part, clean, healthy, you know, from for the most part. Now, mm. during quarantine, when we were really on lockdown, I was cooking reckless. Like yeah, you were wild. Carbs <laughs> and mac and cheese, everything you can imagine that you would possibly gain weight from. Uh, I wouldn't say that was really clean and healthy. Um, but and I try to make my cooking fun and engaging. So yeah. um, I would. That's probably 
I guess those are some words I would use to, to describe it. Uh, where were you born? So I'm actually from the DMV. I just say the DMV because I was born in Upper Marlboro, so PG County. Um, and then I lived away for a couple years in Michigan. And then when we, came, when we moved back, uh, we moved to Northern Virginia. And then I went to Hampton. So I'm really like a DMV girl, I guess you could say. <laughs> what part of Michigan? Uh, Novi, it's it's a small city like oh, yeah, Detroit. Yeah. No one really knows about it. And then I, I actually um, I lived in New Orleans for a year, so that's when my 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 love for cooking really was like that. That was a great experience. It's mm. a, the whole city is based on food. So. Oh yeah, definitely. I can see where that chefing thing came from. How many yeah. siblings do you have? What college you go to? Is your DMs open? These are questions that people want to know. It's not questions that. Wait, what was the last question? Are your DMs open? It's questions people want to know. It's not questions I wrote for real, for real. So I have an older brother. He is, I honestly, once they turn 30, you kind of lose track. I think he's 33. He's four years older than me. So um, I'll be 30 in January. But um, I went to Hampton University. So shout out to Hampton Pirates, the real HU. And are my DMs open? My DMs are open. Okay, okay. Open. Don't start no HU wars on here now. <laughs> Don't start no HU wars on here. Shout out to all the HUs. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Earlier you were talking about, you know, um, you leave New Orleans for a year, right? Um, you have such a strong love for that city. You know, I know you spent a year living there. Um, mm -hmm. What is it like that draws you to that city? What is other than the food? What else and the culture? What is, what uh, else is it that you know captivates you to that city? Like, and I know everyone says the culture, but like you, a lot of people think New Orleans is just like party, party, drink, never sleep. But once you move down there and you experience the the people and like that southern hospitality, it makes you never want to leave. And the only reason I left was because I got a job opportunity back here. Um, better, just more money, better opportunity. But if I could go back to New Orleans tomorrow, I would. It was just the culture, the history is like no other. The food is amazing, um, and everything's so cheap. <laughs> so I really just grew to love it. I mean, I was I had never moved away like that, so it was hard the first few months. Um, I didn't know anybody. I had never even been to the city before. And um, after like probably like halfway through the year, I just fell in love with it. Right. So. I miss it, it every day. Isn't the beauty of a place um, not uh, being able to, like not knowing anybody there, right? And actually starting from scratch and just yeah. learning and learning and learning. Yeah, it's kind of nice. No one really knows who you are. They don't know anything about you. Right. <laughs> um, but I mean, there were so many times where I would go out to eat and sit at a bar and someone's gonna talk to you. So you don't feel like you're out of place. And then when they find out that you just moved there, like oh shots on me like everyone is just so friendly and welcoming down there it's a great city i would recommend anyone to move there so man that's great how do you test the quality of your ingredients of my ingredients like my. the food like the the, the, the ingredients oh. you use to cook the food and all that oh the ingredients um yeah. how do i test the quality well that's one good point you say like when you're cooking make sure you taste your food don't just follow step-by-step -step ingredients and just assume that it's going to taste good. So that's the only way you're going to learn. So there's been there's been a ton of recipes over the years that I've done where I'm like, that didn't turn out good, didn't taste good, um, or it was really good. Um, but I, I think it brand does matter. 
Um, like salt and pepper, it's fine if you get like an off brand, if you get like a Kirkland, you know, Costco brand. But there are certain seasonings that I feel like matter. And they it's gonna depend on like your taste and your taste palette. And that's actually one thing I thought about um, coming up with too, is like my own seasoning, just so I could, cause I know what I like and then I can sell it to people. So um, yeah. And you're dropping a lot of germ on here, man. Like <laughs> these are things that people can, these are things that people go, oh man, I'm not trying to let people know what I'm trying to do. You know, yeah. like it's something that, you know, somebody else hasn't already done yet before, you know what I mean, type of stuff. Like you're just saying it like, yeah, oh man, I don't care if you guys yeah. take it and do it. Like, how yeah, did that, you come up with that mentality? It's been, I, honestly, I haven't been this motivated since, it's been a while. I think it's because I'm stuck in the house. <laughs> Besides <laughs> going to the grocery store, we've all been home. And I feel like if you're not using this time to like, really use your creative juices and think about like, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. Then I don't really know what else. I mean, some people aren't handling this well. There's some people mentally that aren't, but like, I just think it's so important to use this time to figure out like, how can I boss up? And right. so I've, you know, I follow a lot of bloggers, a lot of chefs and they're so inspiring. So that's kind of where it led me to. Gotcha. When are you your happiest at work? My happiest at work? Yeah. Oh, chefing, like, Stuff. I'm gonna say which job? My full time. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about um, chefing, okay? Yes. Um, my happiest. I'm just anytime I'm in the kitchen, pour a glass of wine, and I start cooking, and it's just play some music, and that's it. That's all I need. Nothing else matters. Like I can have the worst day, mm. and that's so that's that's so that process is therapeutic for you. Yes, it is. At what point did you realize that? that's it for you like that's that comforting thing to do right say even if the world is turning inside out right now you know doing that is going to give you that peace of mind that relaxation and all that i think when i was featured um as the top chef for a digital platform i think that's when it hit because i was feeling a little discouraged i was like i don't have that many followers i don't you know I'm, i was looking at everyone else's page and comparing and then Literally that next day, I get a DM and they're like, you've been featured on Afrotech. I'm like, what? This is crazy. Because I was kind of like, it, it kind of boosted me back up and was like, okay, this is this is time. Like, this is my time and this is meant for me to do. So mm -hmm. I think that's when it kind of just like clicked. So with that, so with that motivation, with that boost, right? What were some things that you were able to go, yo, you know what? I'm going to use this boost to knock this out. Like, boom, boom. What were some things that you were able to do? kick off immediately with that boost. Wait, you kind of broke up at the end to kick now off. I said, what, what, what are some things that you were able to kick off, right? With that boost, you were just able to say, you know what? Oh, yeah. With this hype, I'm gonna just knock this off. Bro. Yeah, so I just started going like, I just started cooking even more. Like I had, and I can't lie, I kind of fell off because it was like that time where I think we had hit like two months in the house and nothing was open. And it's just like, I think everyone was just like, okay, is, is this real? So I really wasn't like motivated to cook. I was just, not, I was ordering like takeout and stuff. But after that article, I just started cooking and going like ham in the kitchen and I was posting and getting so much engagement. Um, and then a lot more people were like responding to my stories and asking for tips. So I think that's, I needed that extra like kick mm. to just say like, okay. Um, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, nah, I was just going to ask you, what does a bad day in the kitchen looks like? 
for you. What? A bad day in the kitchen. A bad day in the kitchen? Yep. Dropping a dish. <laughs> I There's been times where I've been trying to like get the right angle and I'll hold up, this is the plate. And I'm trying to like make sure, and next thing I know, the whole thing just slides on the floor. Oh, nah, nah, nah. You gotta get the that. right lighting. <laughs> we can't um, have you wasting food. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a bad day is that's a bad day. Wasting food or just something, trying a new recipe. There's a lot of, I've tried um, some international recipes, and some of them just, I was like, I'm gonna leave this to my carryout. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get the spices right, or I do, and it finally turns out good, but definitely wasting food is a, is a bad day. Or there's nothing worse than when your produce and your food goes bad. Like you've had it in there for a week, and you're mm -hmm. like, oh, I can, I can stir fry some green beans and whatever, and then you go in and it's completely molded. Right. <laughs> so. Man, is there a chef you admire the most? Who and why? Oh, yes. I would have to say Aisha Curry. One, she's, there's not many of us in the kitchen. When I say us, black. There's not a lot of black girls in the kitchen. Um, and I like that she ties American and Jamaican, because uh, she has both sides. So her cookbook has like, you know, a combination of different recipes. So she's definitely someone I really, really like. She's so inspiring and I look up to her. And I would also say Chrissy Teigen. Um, she just has, her recipes are just outstanding. So there's really no other way to explain that. Um, are you familiar with her, John Legend's wife? Uh, You've yeah. probably seen her. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah, John Legend's <laughs> wife, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I just, so those are I mean, I know that the, the name, with the name I'm not gonna know, but the face definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, outside of um, the kitchen, right, throwing down wonderful recipes and all that, what else is Chef Joe involved in and all of that um, your recruiting job? I love to work out and that's been another way that I've been coping being in this house. Um, I have a Peloton bike. So I've just been, I've, I make sure that I take at least 30 minutes out of my day to work out, um, whether it's or lifting weights, anything. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm very big on just staying active and that's probably one thing that I just really enjoy. Mm. What does a campus recruiter do and what journey landed you to this career path? Campus recruiting. So um, I, I graduated in 2013 and had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't think I wanted to be in HR. And so I actually was doing like a marketing job. And then um, I heard about an opportunity within the company to do recruiting. And I was like, I don't know anything about recruiting, but I'll shadow for a couple of months and see what happens. So that's kind of how I led my way into campus recruiting. Um, I've been doing it for about six years now, and my main responsibility is just finding young talent and maintaining that talent, especially uh, diverse talent, whether it's female, African-American, Asian. Um, that's one thing that I'm really big on is diversity and inclusion. Um, and I actually, the reason I moved to New Orleans is because I was promoted and asked to move down there and open up one of our offices um, to hire 300 people in the first year. So... That's what, I mean, campus recruiting involves a lot of traveling, networking, um, resume building, and there's so many things that involves, it's almost like sales in a way too, because you're selling a job to a, to a campus student. And there's a lot of um, companies on campus that you're competing with. They might not want to work for you. They might want to work for Apple or, you know, Deloitte or one of the big four. So, um, but yeah, I've been doing it for six years. It's, it's 
a lot. I've been, I think I'm kind of at a point now where I'm like, okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah, let this chefing thing kick off, man, because I want to be like yeah. a full-time chef, right? <laughs> How do you balance your recruiting uh, job and chefing? How do you balance that? So, and I feel like that's kind of how I, I'm, I struggle with that right now because um, I don't want to like fall off, but then there's times where I'm just so busy, I can't, there's no way I can even like take two seconds to post a food picture. Now I will say it's kind of helped me because we, we've been on a hire freeze at our company, which most companies have, so they're not hiring right now. Mm -hmm. so we've been kind of brought on new projects and we're not as busy, so it's kind of helped with Season by Joe. Um, but you really just have to carve out time. Like if you're gonna do your eight hours, you can't do happy hour with your friend after work. Like you're just gonna have to dedicate that time and figure out how to fit that into your schedule. So it's been, it hasn't been that bad because work has just been, it hasn't been the same since March. And I've been at home, so it's easier to kind of take breaks and balance that, so. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've been out yet um, recently with, um you know, states opening up and all that stuff. Uh, but if you're not cooking for yourself, uh, what are some favorite places that you, know, you like dining at, you like eating at? Um, so in the DMV area? Yeah, in the DMV area. Um, I, and actually, I just found out that I think they closed permanently. Um, I really like Earl's, it's in Tyson's. Are you familiar with Tyson's area, like mall? Yeah. Earl's is probably one of my like, go-to happy hour spots. Um, it's just American cuisine. Um, I love Mex anything Mexican, anywhere with tacos. So, of course, L'Oreal Plaza. Everyone loves that place. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I love Italian. RPM is another good place that I would recommend. Um, it's like real Italian food. And where I'm trying to think of where else I... Those are probably some of my top ones. But anything Mexican, it can be a hole in the wall yeah, and I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Mexican <laughs> is clutch, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean. you get a good, you get a good amount, you know what I mean, for your money's worth. <laughs> yep. So those are probably some, some top spots. Talk to me about, you know, pairing wine or, or drink, you know, like a, like a margarita or, or mm -hmm. Hennessy, you know, Hennessy cocktail or, you know, something like that, you know, with food. Like, yeah. Like so if you're, if you're doing Italian, of course, wine, um, any, any type of wine pairs with good pasta. Um, I, I prefer red over white, um, but, and I like like a lighter blend when I'm doing red or a red blend in general. Um, Hennessy, like a Hennessy cocktail, I mean, I guess you could kind of pair that with maybe some red meat or honestly, like, I feel like Hennessy, you could just drink with anything, <laughs> um, anything you eat. But my favorite is, um, there's a Hennessy drink that um del frisco's makes it's a hennessy cocktail i can't think of the name of it but if you ever go to del frisco's they make a really good one um but no i pair wine with pastas or if you're gonna do uh, a red meat definitely do red wine or if you're gonna do like a chicken dish i would i would recommend doing a white wine like a pinot grigio or anything like that so mm. man where did you learn all this stuff man just observing i'm not now i'm not an expert on what so if anyone's listening to this i'm not an expert <laughs> on pairing you know drinks with stuff i'm still learning myself but i am a wino i love going to wineries and mm. i just love learning about all that so uh you just like going and getting drunk off of wine and going home huh 
<laughs> so what you be doing there now? Okay, okay, I see you. <laughs> we're, we're at an amazing time right right now uh, when a lot of black people are looking for credible black-owned businesses you know, to spend their dollars. Uh, I don't know if you've you know, seen that uh, black receipt you know, on the internet or buy black, you know, stuff like that. Uh, what are your three favorite black-owned restaurants in the DMV area right now or some top three DM, uh, black-owned DMV restaurants you would recommend? So, uh, I don't want to butcher the name. It's it's called Naturally. It's a it's a black owned like smoothie shop, and they have vegan food. It's right over here in um, DC. Mm. Natch. Oh my god. Is it naturally? Is it turn? Does it have turning? Naturally turning something. Yes, I feel yeah. like that's turning natural. Yeah, turning natural. There you go. Turning natural. Yes. Yeah. They're really good. Um, now, actually, my uncle is in the restaurant business, and he owns quite a few restaurants in the DMV, um, more so franchises. So uh, Matchbox, I would recommend going to. That's Black-owned and on 14th Street, or um, there's one in Capitol Hill as well. And then another Black-owned restaurant. Uh, I think Roaming Rooster is Black-owned, I believe. And they have really good fried chicken sandwiches. So mm. those are some of the ones I can think of. And it's sad because there's not that many. Right. Um, and that's why one thing, that's one thing I would, like I was saying earlier, just coming up with some sort of small, you know, establishment. Because there's not a lot of Black-owned restaurants in the DMV. So. Yeah. But while we at it, you know what I mean? I might as well shout about, you got to check out Swahili Village. Definitely got to check out Spectrum. Oh, Mark I think Center. I've heard of that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, Where is, yeah, yeah. is that in D.C.? No, no, that's in, um, I think they have one in D.C. now. But uh, they have one in uh, College Park. No, not College Park. Beltsville. There you go, in Beltsville. Okay. Yeah, okay. I got one in Beltsville. And just right across the street from me, the Spectrum Lounge. Um, shout out to Valerie Holmes, you know, and his compadres. You know, he's been on the podcast as well, Spectrum Lounge. Definitely got to check that out. That's uh, Black-owned. Um, there's a couple around that College Park area. Okay. You know, um, black owned uh, a couple downtown Silver Spring as well um, they could check out um, I heard uh, society was shut down man, hopefully yeah society people were doing back. too much hey it's a DMV man were people you in society up. I was not in society man I'm in Michigan right now so you know what I mean that's you know I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm good on that but you know society is definitely that spot Anyways, yeah. listen, it's Chef Joe's seasoning and recipes available to the public. And how can people get your hands on them? For the, the seasonings? Yeah, the seasonings, man. Like the recipes. Well, they're not. Nothing right. is official yet. Oh, man, you got to make this official, man. I know, I know, I know. I'm asleep. All my friends are like, what are you waiting on? But coming soon. They're coming soon. I'm, And I will definitely be coming out with, um, if it's not a hard copy cookbook, it'll be digital. That's one mm. of my goals by the end of the day. I have a lot to do. We're already halfway through the year. You so. know what? Just set that time, that, 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 you know, that time span right now so we could hold you accountable, you know what I mean? So yeah. by the time we hit you up, we're like, yo, Chef Joe, man, where the recipes at? Where that book at? Where the season is at? So how long? A year? Two years? How long? Oh, no, not year? a year. I don't, not two years. I mean, I told myself by the end of this year that I would come out with either one of those so mm -hmm. stay tuned okay i'm holding definitely. myself accountable definitely so when Are you, you guys interview on? me next year and i'm too famous and i'm hey, gonna have to just listen, you just just don't forget <laughs> about us man don't forget the fact that you know we we're on here having this humble conversation okay <laughs> 
So just give me first dibs, you know what I mean? So I can definitely have that first podcast. Yes. But anyways, what other big projects are you working on right then? Other than, you know, all the recipes and seasonings and all that. That's really it. I've been looking into, um, and again, this goes back to like opening up a small business. I don't want to say too much, but I've looked into possibly franchise owning or just opening my own business. Um, that's probably the next thing, but that now that is, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, and that's a lot of work, but it's possible. And I feel like with what's going on right now in the world, if you're black owned anything, people are going to support. That's true. <laughs> so I think this is a great time to be getting your name out there, your brand. Um, I think it's really important to do that because even in corporate America, I've noticed that, you know, the more we're educating, um, non-black people <laughs> they're starting to you know they're listening more and they're like suddenly interested and they want to hear your opinions which is right. great um but i think there's going to be a lot more opportunities for african americans like throughout the next few years in corporate america as well so which it should have been like that but hey we're just trying to get into billies too man we don't see any problem with that just let us get yeah. into billies too you know even the millies man a lot of us need to be saying the millies right? yeah yeah, man. you 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 gotta be sitting in the millies and the billies, man. You know, gotta walk around. We gotta, you know, we gotta be coming in with our mass stuff to Chef Joe's uh, 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 corner store or Chef Joe's uh, 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 <laughs> uh, restaurant or Chef Joe's yep. uh, supermarket. One of them. Yep. You know what I mean, one of them. It could be all of them, but at least one of them, right? Yeah. Is this something that, you know, I haven't asked you or I haven't covered during this podcast that we want the people to know? And why you want it, you know what I mean? What is success to you? So you said, what is success to what me? What does success mean to you? Yes. It means everything. Um, especially, I'm 29, approaching 30, and I feel like I had so many things that I wanted to get off my bucket list by then. Um, so that's really the answer. Success means everything. Um, I have my family, my, my parents are successful. My brother's very successful. I have a lot of family members, a lot of entrepreneurs in my family. Um, and so I have like that grind and that boss mentality surrounding me all the time. Um, so I feel like it just, that's what success means. It means everything. <laughs> everything. I like that. I like that. I like that. So back to the question of, is there anything that we haven't covered that you would like oh. people to know? Oh, that we haven't covered. Um, I mean, don't be afraid to, to chef it up in the kitchen. I feel like some people are so intimidated and they don't know where to start. Um, I feel like it's just, it's so easy to just do a simple recipe. And one thing that I try to post on my page is like a five ingredients or less. Um, like tonight I did a stir fry and stir fry is so easy. You can chop up protein or if you're not, if you don't eat meat, then you could do tofu or something, but veggies, onions, stir fry sauce, it's so easy. So I feel like just don't be intimidated when it comes to getting in the kitchen. A lot of people just don't know where to start, um, but cooking really is not that hard. I think people just need to attempt it and try a couple times and you'll be a pro from there. Hey, if I can do it, you can do it, okay? <laughs> hey, Chef Joe, I appreciate you. You know, appreciate your time. I uh, appreciate you connecting with us, coming on here, sharing your stories and all that. You know, keep doing your thing, keep grinding. Hopefully, 
you know, we see you by the end of this year, you know, with your yes. seasonings and recipes and all that stuff. Uh, definitely got to include some African foods into that, into your yes. menu. Definitely. Hopefully. Um, oh no, for sure. Yeah. I need some, I need some tips. Not, yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to mess anything up. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I don't know. I don't know if you got to date some African man or you got to find you an African chef to teach you. I don't care, man. Yeah. Just put some African recipes on the tube, man. You know what I mean? Too. Yes, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Make that page, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That would be next. I'll, yeah. I'll do some, I'm gonna have someone teach me some things. I have a couple of friends that I could ask their mom because they don't really know how to cook, but they have moms that be throwing down in the kitchen. So. <laughs> oh, while you are there, just drag them along with you. I'm just kidding. Please don't <laughs> come for me. Anyways. Hey, listen, I appreciate you, your time. Um, yes, like thank I you said, so much. Oh yeah. Pretty, no, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Oh, by the way, how can people connect with you? Give them your oh, socials. Yes. Since they so can slide follow at at season by Joe. And then I, my personal page is um, at Joe Neasy, Joe underscore Neasy. <laughs> so follow <laughs> me on those pages. Um, most of my cooking is going to be on season by Joe. Y'all heard the, y'all heard the woman. Follow Show me. By Joe, Joe Neasy. <laughs> go follow her, man. Go, what, what are you waiting for? You don't like seeing amazing food? Just go <laughs> follow her. Like her. Um, catering? What about catering? Are they... Um, yeah, I, I do anything 10 people or less, nothing bigger than 10 people. I get very overwhelmed after 10. <laughs> so, um, they would just, if you can send me a DM or I'm sorry, also, hello, I have a website. I totally forgot to even mention that. So seasonbyjoe.com. Um, you can send me an inquiry there, or you can email me seasonbyjoe at gmail.com. If you have, um, now I know with COVID things are a little weird. Um, so it's probably best that we do 10 or less. Um, but yeah, just inquire and I have some prices and things I can send over. Oh, sounds good. Sounds great. Listen, uh, when next time in DMV, definitely, you know, check yes. out the food. You know, I love food myself. You know, I, mean, I love to eat and I, yeah. eat, I eat heavy too. So, you know, definitely going to check it out with my peeps. Appreciate you again. Thank you. You've yes. been watching and listening to Stockman Podcast. Thank you for rocking with us. Check out our blogs. Check out our website sitmpodcast.com we have a blog section we have uh, uh, you can check out our guests on there you can connect you can see everything we're doing and all that stuff man just go to the website everything is on there we don't need to shout out anything the, 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 the social <laughs> links are on it the email is on there everything you need is on there okay anyways well today's um, guest was Chef Joe check out her Thank page so everything it's gonna be a food note appreciate you shout out to Everybody out there, hope you're being safe. Keep washing your hands. Wear your mask. Please, please, please wear your mask. Yes, wear a mask. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a Stuck Real Podcast, and we are.